Hunger Games and Weddings, Songbirds and Snakes. For this week's episode, I'm giving you updates on two of our former guests who represent the Down Syndrome community and why representation and awareness is so important. Stick around for some exciting news and stay with me until the end to hear about what's coming up next week. Welcome to the Water Prairie Chronicles, a podcast created to encourage and support parents of special needs children. I'm Tonya Wallum, and I'm glad you're here. We first met Sophia Sanchez and her mother, Jennifer Veronini Sanchez, earlier this year, just after Sophia finished filming the Hunger Games movie. And this week, the film is in theaters. In celebration of this event, I wanted to give an update about Sophia's role and what that means to the disability community as a whole. What caught my attention in our first interview was Jennifer's comment to me that Sophia had been cast in a role of a non-disabled character. This might not seem like much to others, but those who live in the disability community know how often disabled characters are portrayed by non-disabled actors and actresses. Sophia has gone beyond playing the role of someone with a similar disability that she has and is now playing the role of a character with no disability. Let me say that again. Sophia's abilities as an actress have allowed her to land a role of a character with no disability. This is big news, guys. Jennifer and Sophia are busy, and we weren't able to schedule a time for us to meet together and talk about an update. But today, in celebration of the movie starting this weekend, I wanted to share some of the posts that have been made about the movie so far and about Sophia. So now, I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm going to be seeing it next week. But I read a stat last night after opening day. Of all the Hunger Games movies, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes has had the highest audience score at opening with a score of 90%. Have you seen the movie yet? If so, please don't leave any spoilers in the comments below. But I would like to know what you thought of it. So since I met Sophia and Jennifer, I've been following their path with what's been happening with the movie and watching to see what's happening. If you've kept up with things going on, you know, there was a writer's strike, there was an actor's strike, and all of those things played into us being able to meet together again to talk about the movie because they weren't able to talk about it until the actor's strike was, was resolved. We were able to get some information once that happened. And recently, Francis Lawrence, he's the director of The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, as well as the earlier Hunger Games movies. He was asked in a recent interview about which actors whose names we need to know who really surprised him on set and made more of what was on the page than he could ever imagine. Now, he gave the interviewer three different names, and the third one that he gave was Sophia. And his comment was, Sophia, who's the young girl who lasted to the end of the games, who has Down syndrome, she's just an amazing actress and amazing kid, and everybody fell in love with her. Now, that was no surprise to me because I've met Sophia, at least through, through our interview, and she has blown me away. Her personality just screams. And I'm sure when we see her on screen, we're going to see that coming through. But there was another comment that I read just yesterday, and I thought this was interesting. Rachel Ziegler, she plays Lucy Gray in the movie. She was interviewed by People Magazine, and they asked her, and part of the interview, they asked her about how the costumes help her get into character. Now, instead of answering how she gets into character, she gave this response, and this is a quote. Little Sophia Sanchez, who plays Wovie, when she would get the dirt put on in the morning for the games, she would say, good night, Sophia, good morning, Wovie. And I'm like, that's a girl who gets it because it really is the last piece to flip the switch and say, this is who we are today. Now, I don't know about you, but that's pretty impressive because Sophia is young. She's just started high school. This is her first major movie that she's been in. And I know she's done a lot of other things, but she hasn't been in a major movie before. But for her to be able to understand that part of acting was huge. And I'm really curious where she's heading with this because she already has that down there. There was a third interview that I wanted to point out, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about what 
she's been wearing to the different premieres. But she was interviewed on the L.A. red carpet event by the Sweetie High SBTV. And they asked her to tell them about the character that she played in the movie. And her response, um, in true Sophia fashion, she, she was acting out what she was saying as she responded. And she said, Wovia is scared, hungry, starving, and cold. So she gave exactly what that character was feeling. And I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. And then she said that her favorite memory was seeing all of her friends on screen. So there have been three main events with premieres going on with this. And Sophia and her mom have been posting different things about the different events and photos of it. And if you're not following them on Instagram, check the show notes. I'll put the links there to their accounts. You'll be able to see the pictures and some of the video that they've taken of them. But I thought it was really interesting, the thought that was put into the outfits that she was wearing. I know a lot of people, they wear, you know, all these fashion outfits and all these types of events. But in Sophia's case, they dressed her in outfits that had meaning. And that's what I wanted to tell you about. So the first one was the world premiere that was in Berlin. And this was about a week ago. She wore a beautiful yellow dress that was covered in blue butterflies. And the, the symbolism with this, I thought was really cool. The butterflies were a reference to the working title of the film, which was Butterfly originally. And it's also the symbol for Down Syndrome Awareness. The color of the dress, yellow and blue, are the colors of Down Syndrome Awareness, but they're also the colors of Sophia's home country, Ukraine. And if you don't know Sophia's backstory, I'll link the episode that she and her mom were in before. There's actually two episodes. Go back and listen to those interviews because you'll you'll learn a lot about the beginning of all of this, how she started acting, how she started um, getting into it, and how she even got the role in the movie. And we talked about it because they had just finished filming at the time. But I just thought it was it was nice that they did that shout out to her her home country as well. The second event they attended was the London World premiere, and she wore a short white dress there with black accents around the Peter Pan collar, the waist, and along the hem. But what was really cool on this was the trim on the collar and around the hem of the skirt were made up of snakes, which had sparkles on them, and they were black. She also wore a crown of fabric leaves and black patent shoes, so it really was a, a, a cool outfit. And then the last one I think was maybe my favorite, and that was at the Hollywood premiere. She wore custom coveralls that reflected her role in the movie. Now, Wovi is the character that she plays. She's from District 8, and I believe that's the garment district. And so the coveralls that she's wearing, they have the logo from the movie on the back, the Snakes and Songbirds logo. On her sleeve, it has the number 8 that represents her district. And then her name, Wovi, is sewn onto the front in buttons. And um, that's a reflection of the garment district, which I thought was really cool. So all three of these outfits were created by Dolores Petunia with the House of Petunia. And I'll put a link to um, to her Instagram as well so you can see who she is. So the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is out now. Let us know what you think of the movie and be sure to leave comments about Sophia's character as well so that um, she can see that in our comments. So the last week or two have been big events for news in the Down Syndrome community as far as past guests that we've had. So we've talked about Sophia, but just before my interview with Sophia and Jennifer, I interviewed Michelle Schwab and her son, Matthew. I had gone over to the local Gigi's Playhouse. I lived just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, and they had just moved their Gigi's Playhouse right near where I live. So I had the opportunity to go in to meet with Michelle and Matthew. They took us on a tour of the facility, beautiful facility if you're in the area. Make, make sure that you go volunteer if you have a family member with Down syndrome, go and join in on the activities that they're doing. See if you can teach a class or help them out as a tutor. But aside from that, I I really enjoyed meeting Michelle and Matthew. Now, Matthew, I'm hoping to have on the show. We haven't been able to work that out yet, but I'm hoping in season three that you'll get to meet him in a more formal capacity. But he spent the time that day answering some of those questions 
that are kind of rude to ask someone if you just meet them. He went as far as describing some of the physical characteristics of Down syndrome, some of the things um, that make it more challenging as a child is growing up. And I thought it was really interesting to know that because for me, as I'm meeting families who may have a child or a sibling or someone with Down syndrome, it'll help me understand a little bit more about how I can support them and, um, and what to expect. And what I really liked about Gigi's Playhouse and my experience there was seeing that education goes through the public schools until you're 22. But at that point, you're finished with formal education. But Gigi's Playhouse is stepping in and they're continuing with education in reading and math and cooking skills and life skills for as long as you want to go. This means that the learning curve doesn't have to stop at age 22. It continues throughout your life. And I really appreciated what they're recognizing that is that it's not that someone can't do something. It's that they may need more time to be able to learn how to do that. Um, and Matthew is a great representative for the Down syndrome community. He speaks publicly. He does TED Talks. He's a keynote speaker. He does a lot of public speaking. But he also had the opportunity to go to the Gigi's Leadership Conference in Chicago recently. His girlfriend went, went with him too. Um, her name is um, Lucia Romano. The Leadership Conference, I think it had ended or it was near the end there. They were having a photo shoot. And so they were doing like a couple's photo shoot. So the two of them were posing for the camera together, getting some nice pictures. And I'll link um, Matthew's Instagram here so that you can can look in the show notes and you can go back and find these photos because I recognize that you're just hearing my voice. You can't see what I'm what I'm referring to, but you need to see this to understand exactly what I'm about to tell you. During the photo shoot, Matthew, well, I, let, me, let, me, let me go back. Matthew and Lucia have been friends since they were toddlers. I think they went to a baby daycare together. That was when they first met. So their, their families have been friends all this time too. And the two started dating when they were in high school. So Matthew told me during my visit to Gigi's that Lucia is the best cook in the world. Um, I think he said that she started cooking more during COVID. I'm not sure on that. We, we'd have to go back and, and listen to that one again. But he also said that they they take ballroom dancing lessons and like to dance together. So it was kind of fun. And, and I saw on his Instagram some video. I think they were doing a dance contest or something. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but it was it was fun to see them dancing together. Um, but during the photo shoot, Matthew went down on one knee. He proposed to Lucia. And what he said was, um, you're beautiful, kind, and friendly. You always make me laugh. You always make me a better self. And I'm not just saying that. I want to continue this journey with you. Lucia Maria Romano, will you do me the great honor of marrying me? And then Lucia immediately responded, it's a yes, babe. It's definitely a yes. Now you have to go look at this. If you, if you go to Matthew's Instagram, you'll be able to find it on his account. And because I, I, I can't share the video on this platform, but I will link that to you so you, you can see it. So Gigi's, because they were doing the photo shoot, they released the video of this on their TikTok. And that TikTok video went viral. <laughs> and so as a result of that, People Magazine posted an article about them. So this was huge. And like I said, I'm hoping to have Matthew on as a guest in season three. But for now, congratulations, Matthew and Lucia. You have an exciting future ahead of you. And I appreciate you for letting us witness this milestone in your lives. So next week, Thanksgiving is coming up in the U.S. And I'm not going to have a guest on next week because it'll be Black Friday. But I will have her be back to tell you about some new projects that I've been working on. And I'm excited to tell you about this, but I don't want to get into it until next week. So make sure that you listen in next week. I'm going to be posting a newsletter this week as well. So if you're not on the mailing list, be sure to get signed up at waterprairie.com newsletter. And if you are on the mailing list and you haven't received any of them yet, we're having a hard time getting past the spam filters, send a message to me at newsletter at waterprairie.com and just say, hi, I'm not getting the newsletter, whatever you want to say. But sending that from your account to newsletter at waterprairie.com 
should help your spam filter recognize this as a safe sender and keep it from bouncing out. So for now, have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your family and friends. Be sure to take some time to reflect on the good things in life that you're thankful for. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.